Hi guys, here we are again to look into this historic catechism called the Heidelberg Catechism. Today we are still in Lord's Day number 7, and we're going to move on to now question number 21. Last week we just took a quick glance at question 20, which asked, Are all people then saved through Christ just as they were lost through Adam? Answer, no. Only those are saved who through true faith are grafted into Christ and accept all his benefits. So, not all will be saved, although the fall of humanity was universal. Salvation is not. Salvation is only for those who, by faith, are joined and grafted into Christ and who benefit from his accomplishment. So, seeing that, seeing that everything hinges on this thing called true faith, today's question is logically, what is true faith? What is this true faith that separates you from being condemned in Adam and being saved by the second Adam. So, Catechism question number 21. What is true faith? True faith is not only a sure knowledge by which I hold as true all that God has revealed to us in Scripture, it is also a wholehearted trust which the Holy Spirit creates in me by the gospel that God has freely granted, not only to others, but also to me. Forgiveness of sins, eternal righteousness, and salvation. These are gifts of sheer grace granted solely by Christ's merit. Wow, what a great paragraph. Um, There's a lot in here. And let's start at the top and we'll start breaking this down a little bit. There's five different phrases I want to look at in here in this answer, but um, this week we'll only get through the first two. So the first phrase I want to look at is true faith is is that phrase in there that says, True faith is not only a sure knowledge by which I hold as true all that God has revealed to us in Scripture. So what do the authors mean by that? What do the authors mean by true faith is not only a sure knowledge by which I hold as true all that God has revealed to us in Scripture? First, we need to understand that faith, as is assumed in this answer, has as one of its pillars is faith has knowledge. True faith must start with knowledge. Because think about it. We we must understand and know something about God and the gospel. There's no such thing as Christianity without content. Christianity is based on facts, and those facts must be known and trusted. Now, of course, that doesn't mean you must know everything, every doctrine there is to know, and every fact there is to know about Scripture. But there can there can be no faith in the gospel that is unknown. So we must start there. There is a knowledge aspect to faith. Knowing a, a body of content, knowing that, however, though, is not enough. Because James tells us in James 2.19, you believe that God is one. You do well. The demons also believe and shudder. So the demons, they have knowledge and they're not saved. So there must be something else. So that's why the catechism starts out with that phrase, true faith is not only a sure knowledge by which I hold is true all that God has revealed to us in Scripture. So what else is it? And the catechism goes on, second phrase. It is also a wholehearted trust. It's also a trust, a wholehearted trust. So trusting something you know, trusting in that that knowledge that you have, placing trust in that. So you got knowing content, 
believing that content to be true, and then trusting in that content. It could be called a deep-rooted assurance. Hebrews 11.1 Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. In our culture today, we are immersed with the idea that faith is just a, you could say, a general substance directed toward any object. And faith is not just some general thing that everybody has and can be directed toward whatever object it wants to be directed towards. We are not saved by believing just anything in particular. Faith is not wishful thinking, or it's not just being um, generally optimistic. There is, there's not some mystical significance in just believing in anything at all. Believing and trusting in something false does not make it true, It is the truth, Christ said, that will make you free. So, not believing in just anything and everything. And there's a common phrase that people say. You know, they'll say, I'm a person of faith, I'm a man of faith, I'm a woman of faith. And it just begs the question, faith in what? And there's a lot of confusion around this. But but when pressed, it's often a a subjective faith that that person is declaring. And, And what I mean by that is, well... I have faith in this or that. It's it's true for me. It might not be true for you. And so it's it's hard to recognize in some of those, you know, statements that what they're really saying is I am the measure of all things, you know. So if I believe then it's true for me, it might not be true for so and so, but it's true for me and just like it is, it might be true for you and it might not be true for me. That what they're declaring is that they're the they're the measure of all things. It's so subjective. It's all about what, how they view it. Um, no objectivity whatsoever. And in the end, no true faith. Because remember, that's what we're after here in question 21. What is true faith? And so true faith has um, an objective object. Placing a trust outside of oneself. And not only that, but trusting in something that is, that is true even if others believe it or not. And that's and that's faith our object is Christ. We don't have faith in faith, we have faith in Christ and and not just his name, but his person and his work. We cling hold to that. Just because we believe in the facts of Jesus doesn't mean we're saved. But trusting in him to save us, holding on to Christ Use faith as an instrument to get to Him. That's that's saving faith. That's true faith. There's no merit. There's no merit here. There's no merit in trusting. Christ earned the merit, and we trust in that, not in our ability to believe, and not in how hard we can trust. Can we trust enough? Do we believe enough? No. Jesus did everything. We place our faith in that so by grace are you saved through faith and so either christ accomplished everything we need to cling to or he didn't and true faith is holding on to that content holding on to that content to be true and but then taking it a step further it's that content it's in that content that saves us and that goes no further and no deeper than Jesus Christ, Jesus in in faith alone in Him, 
He is our object. And it's because it's Jesus Christ's perfect righteousness. It's his sacrificial death on my behalf. And that's the way that I'm saved from, from, from death, from God's wrath. And faith is an instrument in receiving that benefit. So the gospel is the power of salvation to everyone who believes, Romans 1.16. And so, Lord willing, next week we'll finish with question 21. But until then, remember, Christ is your rock, he's your foundation, he's your only comfort. And so faith in what he accomplished, Jesus alone saves.